0: I love basketball. It's been part of my whole life and um, been in professional sports for 44 straight years. And I've had a lot of ups and downs and fun and, and uh, sad losses. And um, I I wish we would have, you know, finished the year on a, on a much better note, but I feel like there's so much hope in, in the Celtics going forward. And I'm excited for Brad. I think that Brad He was born for this Indiana kid, basketball junkie, smart, lives the game, um, has many resources and has a great staff already in place with Brad's leadership and, and his organization and his work ethic and intelligence. This is a great day for the Celtics.
1: The King's back, 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 back,
2: back, back. yeah. Bounce. Bounce! Oh! 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 Come on. oh, oh. Yeah! Come on. Oh! they gonna find out. All right. First and foremost, shout out, salute to Danny Ainge. 18 years, Southern president of basketball operations. Danny Ainge, one hell of a job, 18 years. Because regardless of what people want to say about the last few years. I mean, you got to give him credit for what he did for his entire tenure. But man, what a week. Welcome into another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. I am Josue Pavone, Joel Pavone's peer, Sean Dutra, Zach Pelquin. Yep, of course, you already know. You know, when things like this happen, that's what the hop on here it makes sense of it all. So Full you out, already out. know the the, the everyday Causeway listeners is like, oh, Zach is in here. Yeah, it's going to be that kind of episode, guys. So, oh, dear. Oh, dear. What a week, fellas. How, how are we feeling? Brad Stevens now, the Celtics president of basketball operations, no longer your head coach. That spot is vacant. And that's at the top of Brad Stevens' list to find a new head coach to usher in this new era of Celtics basketball. How are we feeling about this, guys? we got a few days removed here from all the news, from from seeing the Celtics get bounced out of the playoffs by the Brooklyn Nets, which feels like that was like a week ago now. Man, like, where do we w- – w- first of all, how do you feel about Brad Stevens being in the position that he's in? All right, let, let's start right there. Joel, the, Sean, what one of you, uh, get, get in here. How are we feeling? On a scale of 1 to 10, I think I'm about a 3, bro, right now. Wow. wow. Okay. All As, right. I just feel like, man. Hold on, on. now, now, wait, hold on. Now I want to hear Joel's scale. Hold on, Joel, what's your scale? Where where are you? What's scale of one to ten? So I I guess we could do that. I like
1: that. So, so like ten being like shocked or not shocked. I
2: hate. No, so oh. ten, I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, the question, first of all, the question is, do you like it? Not, not if you're shocked. We're all shocked. I oh, okay, know. okay, okay. Yeah, that, that's a given, right? The thing part was a fucking 1,000 on a scale of one. To 10. Yeah, everyone's Richter scale just yeah, it went, It's insane. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, like, like knee-jerk reaction to when it happened, when I saw the breaking news, I was at a one because I was like, the fuck. Like, I just thought it was the most. <laughs> I thought it was the most random thing, on a on a Wednesday morning. Like, not even 12 hours removed from getting knocked out of the, of the playoffs. But then I've had a couple of days, and I think I'm, I think I'm at a, I'm at a three, like Sean, maybe maybe four, maybe closer to a four. Yeah, you hate it. I mean, at, at the beginning I, I hated, but now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sell myself on the idea. I mean, you still it, I guess hate it depends. Three, bro. It's not- uh, yeah, it's it's still bad. I'm not saying it's. Let's like keep because-
2: this. Let, 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 let's keep this going. Once you uh pass the baton to uh our our guest of the show. Here you go. There uh, you go, goes, Zach. Street, Street Duck. Zach Peliquin. Uh, where are you on the scale 1 to 10? How, how much do you like the, the, the thought of, of Brad Stevens in his brand-new position in the front office?
0: I'll be the optimist of the group. I'm going to say a 5 out of 10. <laughs> and the like only that. reason I'm giving him the extra points is because of the fact that he's no longer the coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, this is what Zach wanted. So, he got a he got him
2: wanted, right? So, so shout out. You know what? That's a, great, that's a great point. That's a great mention. Shout out to all the... Uh, Brad's got to go. I don't give a damn who is in his place. That's how it happens. Brad needs to not coach this team anymore. You half. All you guys, you got half of what you wanted both. <laughs> I can say with the Danny part because some people wanted both. Some people don't want to see Brad at all with this organization. So, like, where do you stand with that? Like, if you don't want him coaching, what, what makes you feel confident that he could bring in a bring in a good coach and 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 B, you know, revamp this roster whoa, whoa, whoa. and make this team better? Because let's let's face it, this is a this is a crucial summer. This is I don't care how long he's in this position. This offseason is already his most important offseason.
0: Well, oh, I, I never said that I was happy about it or that I had much faith in him doing that job. But I'm just happy he's not the coach anymore. And the only reason that I am kind of a little bit optimistic is because of the fact that I think that the Celtics roster has more talent than we give credit to. I think it's a little better than we've given credit to it. I think there is at least a foundation there. A couple of players, a Jason Tatum, a Jalen Brown, who we know are all-star caliber players, that the coach was not getting enough out of them. So for me, it's very simple. Get me a coach who can get more out of those players. So for me, that's the only silver lining in the whole thing. In terms of him working in a front office, I mean, what qualifications does Brad Stevens have? I mean, we've heard rumors that maybe he spent a little bit of time around Danny Ainge. And, you know, he's been kind of his shadow a little bit in some ways. but. For me, it's like, I, I mean, they, how many contracts has Danny Ainge negotiated? How many trades has he negotiated through? How, I mean, he's got no experience on any of this. I i don't see it working for very long. I think it's one of those things where they wanted to keep him around. They knew that Danny was going. They had no better option at the time. You know what? In 12 months, I think we're going to be talking about who the next GM and president of basketball office is because I really don't see it lasting. Uh, I, I,
1: Good I, thing I, you I, say you're optimistic, huh? <laughs>
0: I, how
2: optimistic can you be? Yo, when- I'm optimistic about it for sure. Oh, let me let me me get, get in here then. Let, you know what? I, I'm on the same page. I don't think this is a long term deal. But no, no change. Brad Stevens is a coach, okay? No, at the end of the day, yes, he's going to get back to that. At the end of the day, if he's got to scratch that itch in two years or next year, as like Zach just said, he's going to do that. And you know that there's a market out there in the NBA for him. So, for something's fans that are thinking that, like. No, that that I don't think this is a long term thing. I, at the end of the day, this is about him A being someone that was just in that locker room, B being someone that the players should feel comfortable to talk to now. You know, yeah. hey, this is what I really want. And of course I'm looking at I'm looking at Tatum and Brown, right? You know, I'm not saying all you know, a team meeting and everyone talking about what they want. No, these two need to have say on who the A who the next head coach is going to be and B what type of players they want to play with. Yeah. And then too, that's a whole nother separate issue or whatever you want to call it. I'm gonna leave that for the next head coach to handle. And we we'll, we can we can talk about that another day because Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown also have some some talking to do and they need to get some things off their chest as well. But at the end of the day With Brad Stevens, the position that he's in right now, if he's in any other organization, I'm with you, Zach. Yeah, I'm like, this guy has no experience. How is he going to negotiate contracts? You know, but this is a unique situation for Brad. And again, I don't like this for a long-term fix. The short-term, the one guy who I think is in a good position to bridge the gap into whatever it is this team needs to become better, Brad's your guy. And, of course, his intel draft you know when it comes to draft intel and, and young guys coming into the league and all the connection he has from the collegiate level he, he, he checks all the boxes there so yeah i'm worried about that you know that part of his job but how are you going to a again connect to these two tatum and brown and and b what is that going to translate into
0: yeah i mean and to tag on to that a little bit i mean the thing that scares me with brad stevens making calls on the player off side of things it's like. Let's not forget, no more than like three or four years ago, we were talking about how Brad Stevens struggled to deal with big personalities. I mean, think back to when Boston had the opportunity to trade for a DeMarcus Cousins. They had a deal in place. They could have pulled the trigger no time flat. He didn't want the attitude. He didn't want that. And you know what? The NBA is loaded with – I mean, maybe not on the extent of a a DeMarcus Cousins, but – it worries me a little bit, you know, that this guy is going to, he seems like someone who makes decisions based off of his heart, not necessarily a businessman. And you know what? For as much shit as I talked about Danny Ainge for the last 10 years, maybe not 10 years, but, you know, for a little while now, um, I mean, yeah, just about. but, um, um, but I um, mean, at the bare minimum with Danny Ainge, you knew that he was going to go after it. That You know, he, he he was a shark. You know, if it was blood in the water, he was going to go after it. And I do commend him for that, is the fact that he was willing to pull the trigger on many of the deals. Not all of them, but many of the deals that we've seen in the last several years. Brad Stevens, is a, is, he's a coin flip. I mean, how much do we know that he's going to be able to actually go after it? And how much is his emotion going to get in the way? I'm very curious. This offseason, like you said, is going to be huge. Because in my, my heart of hearts, you have to see him deal one of, if not both of, Kemba Walker and Marcus Smart, and you may even have to open up a conversation about what you do with Jalen Brown.
2: Uh, all right, so so I think they are a, a little a little bit getting ahead of ourselves because. That was the off
0: season. <laughs> come on.
2: Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. But let's talk about. Let's just come on. You you of all people know you don't want to see a Tristan Thompson and Jeff Teague coming in. Shoving I'll, Max on his way in. Let me yeah, tell you, for look, real, if that's, <laughs> that's the bulk I, of the off season, then this this franchise is screwed. So Zach, you make, you make you make a couple of good points, but I mean, first off, before I, I just I want to respond to your points, but real quick, I think the reason why I'm rating this so low is because it's sort of the exact opposite of what you're saying, Zach. I think that you're not going to find a better coach than Brad Stevens. You lose Brad Stevens as a coach. You're not going to replace him, Brad Stevens as a coach with a better Brad Stevens. You're just not. That's not out there. It's not that person doesn't. So wait, wait, wait. So you, you you thought you think that Brad could, could still save this team? Like they the, the team could still listen to him next year. I think I, I, I honestly think that Brad Stevens as a head coach with a rejuvenated lineup would have been okay. I think would have been okay. I think with what he had dealt with and what the injuries that he had dealt with and sort of the mm. the, the 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 player personnel moves that have happened not really up until last this year, uh gave him sort of a, a tough spot. And hey you know what if you want to if you want to say um that Brad Stevens is a bad coach. And tell me how he was able to motivate his team, who uh, to get to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, where really, they, you know, let let's let's be honest, that that whole Gordon Hayward injury thing coming back, he was dealing with all this last year. <clears throat> he was able to get the team to the Eastern Conference Finals and make him play well. But then, secondly, that so I don't think you're going to find a better Brad Stevens, and I don't. Then Grant Stevens is a better GM than Danny Ainge. So no. when you add it all up, you're at a. Well, I don't think net. I. I don't, I don't think I said that in my little spiel. But all right. <laughs> but you're at a net negative. You're at a net negative. So like, so like, I agree. All, I agree. all of that added up, that's not good. The only the so, uh, but this is the only saving grace that I will say is that if Danny Ainge totally lost sight of the new NBA meaning being able to work with the new GMs that are out there, the new players that are out there. And Brad Stevens is a little bit more tied in than maybe that like shark mentality that made Danny so successful for the past 15 years. Maybe that now Brad Stevens is docile analytics guy who played and has a little bit of clout, like can come in and, and negotiate differently is it going to be successful? Yet to be seen. Will it be different? Hell yeah, it'll be different. But I, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. My initial reaction right now, I, I, I'm a little bit like, okay, like you talk about next steps. How how do you even move forward after making such a drastic move like this?
1: The only the only thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say to to Zach's point is pretty much the fact that. Ainge started the same way, right? Ainge was a player. I know. I know Stevens ones didn't go to the, the the pro level, but Ainge was a player. And then he became a coach, and then he became a GM, right? You got to start from somewhere. So,
0: Danny, yeah, but the team is Danny in a is different GM place, though. Him? Say that again. Pr- pr- franchises were in two different places, though. I mean, you had Danny Ainge taking over the mess that Rick Pitino had left behind. Right now, Brad Stevens is taking a Cadillac, and we're going to see where he goes with it. I mean, well, wait, yeah, wait,
1: because wait, then because yeah, you know. it's, like you said in the beginning of the episode, it's it's the changes are minimal, right? It's not like it's not like you have only one all star or or only one quote you know franchise player. You kind of you sure. kind of have you kind of have a a, a couple of, uh, of of pieces here, and and maybe he's maybe he, well, at some point he, well, while he was coaching, he was like you know I, maybe I, he wouldn't have done what Danny Ainge done in certain situations. So here's his chance to be like this is what I would do.
2: Danny Ainge inherited two all stars, if you remember. He inherited two all stars, Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker. They were both all stars when Danny ain't started. Yeah,
1: but they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they, lasted, they lasted. They lasted one year together in, when Danny came in. Yeah,
2: Danny never believed in one all star. So yeah. <laughs> well, but, <laughs>
1: and by the way, that <laughs> was the only
2: that situation to Jalen and Tatum because these are two full fledged. One, they're young. They're they're nine. They're not even twenty five yet. And, and, and two, I, I just think they have much more upside.
1: At least at this point in their career. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he was like the. I'm just saying. And Twan you know, was like the only guy, ironically enough, the one because I feel like Danny really didn't like Twan as a person or as a player to like bring him back into the fold after trading him. I, I felt like that was like, that, that's not Angel's forte.
2: Well, Joel and Zach, you, you two bring up a great points because obviously we, we're, we're never going to know what those conversations were like between Danny and Brad when they signed, I don't know, Tristan Thompson. We don't know what the conversations were like when uh, there was a chance that they could, they could have go and grab like DeMarcus cousins, a couple of chances, right? We'll never, we're never going to know what the conversations were like. When it came to whether it was getting oh, wow. trading for a big star or whether it was the off-season signings like
1: Jeff Teague, so like keep going back to Jeff Teague. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just trying Nothing to keep going. Teague in the playoffs, bro. By the
0: way, Let's it,
2: face it, it, How much? How much did he did did uh, did um Danny get for that? And, and we don't know if Brad Stevens signed off on that. You know, so maybe now yeah. It, it, yeah. It, could, it could be either way. It could be. Danny is saying, all right, well, you know, here's your chance. Not, not that he – that's the reason why he stepped out. I, I genuinely believe that he's just exhausted and health concerns and he's just burnt out. And maybe he's a bit out of touch with, of with, touch. with today's players and, and how you go about trades. All, whatever the case may be, I just think he, he tapped out. I, I don't think he got pushed out. I, I, I don't believe that. But I also believe that Brad Stevens is like, well, let me, I can get a shot at this. Again, I don't think this is a long-term thing. I think Brad is almost feeling like, all right, I I lost control of this team, okay. Yeah. They, they don't listen to me anymore. So let me make it right, guys. Okay. It's not it's not you, it's me, or I don't know, this just wasn't a match, whatever the case was, they stopped listening to me and now I'm in a position where I know what they need. I know from the outside looking in, I have intel that no one else has, and I'm gonna use that to my best of my advantage. And then who knows what happens from here. But in the meantime, let's go chase a championship. Like with him and Wick saying all that, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get get banner eighteen or die trying obviously they said that those words but at the end of the day like i, I think i think brad stevens doesn't want to go out like that i don't think brad stevens is a guy who's who's gonna okay look if i can't coach them to the top i'll, I'll do my best to bring this franchise to the top because i feel like i, I owe you guys that much
1: yeah no you're, you're right that, that that's a that's a that's a great point like they brought me in to win the championship right and it's like i couldn't do it as a coach well then let me see if i could do it by actually picking out the groceries myself or making the deals myself. Right.
2: But you know, deep down, he's just like, I'm going to miss coaching. You know? It's just like, oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you, think, do you think that he misses coaching? Or he's going to miss. Do, do you think that he misses coaching, like in the NBA? Or do you feel like he's sort of, like, I miss coaching. I have a little conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's too early to throw it out there, but... I mean Go for it. Don't Don't you feel like it's no. very strange that <laughs> no, on, the, out there. <laughs> on the same on the same day that Mike Chachevsky comes, steps down as the Duke head coach, Brad Stevens gets promoted, the number one coveted college head coach would be Brad Stevens right now. Hands down, Duke is the biggest program, and I have a feeling that ownership was probably like well we can't lose brad and maybe he's got this duke job lined up i don't know maybe he's had back talk to duke because wouldn't brad stevens at duke make the most sense in the world to take over for mike to just-
1: Yeah, then- but yeah but that's a year away bro
2: but i'm just saying
1: it could just be one year who knows bro I we'll mean, sit-
2: Yeah, i mean but then they've already named the successor right so it's just it's just very strange to me that that happened on the same exact day. It was almost like Brad was supposed to be going there and then ownership was like, actually, would you like to be our GM? You know what I mean? And he's like, Well, of course, yeah, I'll take that job over over anything else. But it just seems like I don't know I don't know if Brad I don't know if Brad is gonna be a coach in the NBA after this. I, I agree, Sway, to what you say. That I don't. I think he's gonna get the itch, but I don't think he's gonna want to coach in the NBA. I think he likes to coach pure basketball, and that's in college. Like, yeah, but that's, yeah. but the, but the yeah, game, even the turned them off to it. But man, even
1: it the just, college game has has changed since 2013.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if you go to Duke, you go to Duke. Duke has always always has four year players that stick it out. They got they got solid recruits that come in, and then you got you you, you can build a program there. I mean that—that's what I mean. Like, I think he—I don't—I don't think we ever see Brad Stevens coach in the NBA again. But I do think we see Brad Stevens take over a major program in the, in, in college basketball. Back. So, what's uh, what what's the first thing he's gonna do here? Who who who's he bringing the head coach? Who's, gonna, who's gonna be the next coach of the of the Boston?
0: Well, uh, if, if it if if logic stands, I think like? at, I think it's two people. I think it's between Chauncey Billups and Sam Cassell. I think it's a coin flip between the two. I personally like Billups a little bit more.
2: Yeah, um, crazy, I, but no, just not for this team. I'm not. I don't know. I don't think he's the one. I like Bishop. Yeah, I think. I I think it's got to be a white guy. Um. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> well, all all of our recent success recently has been uh has been with black coaches. I mean, you think back, Doc Rivers, Casey Jones. I mean, the guys who were actually winning were, were, our, were our best coaches.
1: Been. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: that's true. Bill Russell, Steve Bill Russell's a good one. Yeah, good. that's where that's where my heart's at. Go, go, give me a guy that shows.
1: A- no, Red Red hour back was 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 black. I don't care what anybody says. He was the
0: first black. Yeah, he coach. was just
1: this. like Jimmy Johnson at
0: the University <laughs> I, of Miami.
1: Hell yeah,
2: first black coach. Um, I I agree with you, Zach though. Chauncey Billups yeah. got to be the guy because I think Sam Cassell comes from that. Era uh, that still looks at the modern NBA player and says yes, oh, Right. That's a good so, point. I I don't know. Like there's there's a
1: but that wouldn't has, that be a good thing? He's
2: also he's also been an assistant coach for so long. Yeah, does not anymore?
1: But he understands. Right? He would understand though how the winning culture here is very important in the city because he won here. He's been around Doc for a long time.
2: See, I I I'm really pushing for the return of Doc Rivers. I don't know if that'll ever happen. But, like, if a year too late, <laughs> such a well, big fan, bro, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, a year too late, but yeah, but hey, if what if if the Atlanta Hawks beat the 76ers in the second round of the playoffs,
1: they're gonna fire, they're gonna fire Doc Rivers. Is that what you're telling me,
2: no, I'm just saying, does, doesn't that Philadelphia job, doesn't that, doesn't, doesn't turmoil in Philadelphia start up again? He's, no, they really like him there. <laughs> He changed everything. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He changed everything. No, Ben Simmons and and Joel Embiid stayed healthy this year. He didn't change. I don't think Doc Rivers is getting tons of credit.
1: Joel was healthy. You sure about that?
2: Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons stayed majoritively healthy this year until Joel Embiid went down. Now, now is down in the playoffs, and now they're like, "Well, oh well, now we're screwed." Like that's it's the same Philadelphia story over and over. It and- just happened, bro. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> the
2: Hawks are going to beat them if Joel Embiid can't play in the series. So that means the city turns on Doc, bro. Who do you like for head coaches for, for, <laughs> for, for the boss and Celtics? Like Boyd Pierce.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I like I like this. I might be the the one in the in the minority here. Um, I don't know about Billups. I I get the um, he is the the more shiny option, but I don't know. After Cassell, if I if you're asking me who would be another, another top choice that they should be looking at, I think Carol Lawson, You know, I think that, that locker room does have a lot of respect for her. And you, there's something to be checking off two boxes there, a black coach and a woman, as the first woman head coach in the NBA. Yeah,
2: something's on trend centers. Those are my first two right now, honestly. I mean, I, I just think Carol Lawson, yeah. I like She's on top of my list as well. I, I just think the the connection she has with these players. Also, I, I don't like when you look at what this team is like. You know, like the, the the way they react to the media for for criticism and and the way that they they just want to be different in a way. You know, just Jalen Brown, I think, can sort of sort of personifies that, right? I mean, yeah, it, it's just I it just wouldn't surprise me. I, I almost feel like they would be in a space where they would be more motivated than anybody because they would be like, man, we can. Make history, you know, not only by her being the head coach, but also making her a champion. You know, like successful. She has a WNBA championship. You know, she has a gold medal. Imagine an NBA championship to go on that resume. Maybe it doesn't happen here. Maybe it doesn't happen in Boston. But I, I it wouldn't shock me if, if, if she does. You know, get the job with, with the Celtics, and maybe yeah. sometime down the road. But you know, I, it's 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 tough. I, I don't know if she she never transitioned back. You know, that's a. That's a hell of a job she has right now. No, but I mean, Austin Celtics call and this say... Is her, to... This is her one shot. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Well, yeah, obviously, but what I'm, my point take... is that if she, doesn't, if she doesn't get this job, like it's not like she could be in the running for other jobs every year. Yeah. So it's like well, that one I... job she could have what she has a shot at. That's so the thing that, an, I think, an, I think an, if, you're, if you're if you're looking at it, if you're looking at it, if there's one team in the NBA uh, that, that is set up to win now that would be able to, I think, embrace and... Understand and like play really like hard for a woman coach is the Celtics. I mean, you could talk about the Spurs with Becky Hammond because they've been having, but they, that team just, just isn't there, right? So oh, if yeah. they're ever going to do, you can't, you can't put a you woman. but you can't I, I, put a woman as a head coach on a bad team. You can't. Like when I was saying this on like the the, the Celtics post game show, the thing with we'll you see on that, is, like a lot of people will, like or a handful of people I just say were just like, no, woman. I'm like, really? I don't know. <laughs> we're still there. The generation is different. We're still there.
1: We're still there. That's what's up.
2: I mean, not not that we did Seven years ago, absolutely. But these guys, these
1: guys were born in 2000,
2: man. They were born in 98, 96 I don't know. I think it's different. I think the generation is different. Yeah, but or hey, I mean, I 1,000% understand what you're saying, but like, the thing is, yeah, that, you, see, you see, I don't know if you guys watch it, but Cedric Maxwell's the look on his face, like he, he bit his tongue. Like he didn't want to say it, anything. It's, it, but, but, but don't, <laughs> like, people... it's like, are you guys serious? Again, that's, that's a whole another generation. Like that's a whole, you know. That's it. The Cedric Maxwell generation is, is who is actually in power. Owners, you know, people that have, people that are 50, 60, you know, plus years old that. Look at it and say, "Listen, there's no way that, that that woman will be able to control that locker room." But at the same time, the younger generation and like sort of our generation, I think, understands like, you no, know, if they're if they respect her and she has and she's able to relate to the players, put a good game plan together, then they're they're going to play even harder for her. I think. Zach, what do you? What? How do you, Zach? How do you feel about this? And again, this team, this generation, the generation has a lot to do with it because again, this is a relatively young team, so that that's why yeah. it's relevant. If James Harden's on this team, absolutely not. If, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about like abrasive leaders, absolutely Shoot. not. But we're talking about Tatum and Brown. Shit, maybe it takes this kind of coach to bring some fire out of these guys. For Christ, for crying out loud! Jeez, you know, like show some heart. For crying out loud!
1: <laughs> Get off my lawn! For crying she, out loud!
0: She, she Willikers, you guys gonna play hard or watch?
1: Jeez Louise! Jeez Louise! It i get older, man. Oh.
0: Here we are. We're getting older. It's showing. It's
1: showing. Or, or, or you could just convince the Spurs to hire Becky Hammond as their head coach and Pop comes over here. Boom. Problem solved.
0: Yeah, yeah. Joel's
2: Joe, got it. Got Problem it. solved. See, I think a coach like Popovich would spook these guys. They oh. would quit on him.
1: And he loves – no, but he loves Delicate. Tatum. He loves Tatum. He loves Delicate Jalen. Locker room. He loves Smart. So I think they would be like – exactly. they would respect the fuck me out of him. Me
2: out like, You hear me out, Like, you hear me out? This isn't just about being – the progressive move. Okay. It, it's, there's
0: a lot to it with, with, with these guys, with this team. Yeah. I mean, it, you're right. It is a much younger team. I mean, you think about the, the roster makeup, you've got Kemble Walker, you've got Tristan Thompson at the top of that roster in their late twenties, early thirties. And then after that, it, it, it's pretty much all young guys. I mean, I can't, I mean, these are all kids. They're all in their mid twenties, early twenties. I'd be curious to see how Marcus Smart would fit in with, a woman coach. I'd be curious to see how he reacts. So he seems to be a little bit more of a tough personality, but outside of that, and I mean, who knows if he's here by the he's end? He's probably the, the one. No, anyway. yeah,
1: but, but he's he's a softie around Kara. He loves Kara.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's if, if it actually the case. a
1: direct relationship too, one on one.
2: That's nothing too. I, you know, I, maybe I need to talk about that more. I, yeah, yeah. I, to Clear that up, way. Conversations. I had a few conversations with, with Kara Lawson, and like, she just like the respect the utmost. She introduces herself as if I don't know who she is. You know what I mean? Like, but do you understand what I mean by that? Like those kind of people who, are like, no matter what, they're gonna introduce themselves. They want to know your name. Who do you work for? Like, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. I found out, I found out after the fact that, um, she graduated with a with the journalism major. So I said, like, okay, well, maybe that had a little bit more to do with it. But yeah. still, you know, just just answer my questions. So professional and like, I see her relationship with working out with Marcus. And she's tough, you know. Don't yeah. don't get it twisted. Like she's tough. Like she. Screaming I, like she would own the room when, when at times in practice, when Brad was you know to the side and you know we would trickle in before at the end of practice, she
1: like I got, that. I got Get
2: this. Up. She up <laughs> in it, these guys, take, and, it, take it easy, howdy doody. I'll take care. of really.
0: Yeah, she's That's a barrier good.
2: breaker, though, bro. That's the thing. She's a barrier breaker. She she broke through. She's yeah. one of the first female assistant coaches in the NBA. That's saying a lot about her. For for you know to be able to to break the barrier and have enough. So, like, I think that that, that, that means a lot to these modern-day NBA players. Yeah,
1: and she's got just on the same old-school mentality as, like, a Chauncey Billups. They're in the same, like, age group. they so. the same yeah. She is, yeah, same yeah. generation. So there you I go.
0: My big question is this, though, and it has nothing to do with gender or anything like that, is as the Celtics right now, when you're making the selection of this next coach, what are you truly looking for? Mm. Because I know for me, if I'm making a higher – I'm making a hire based off of a coach that can work with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And if that relationship's there, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, if it's Kara Lawson, I'm 100% behind it. I just need to see a coach that comes in here and literally gravitates to those two players and gets the most out of them from here until the end of their contracts and hopefully well beyond that. So if it's Kara, I'm 100% behind it. You know, It's a matter of making sure that that next coach can utilize those two players as the basis of whatever they're going to do going forward.
2: This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is brought to you by BetoLine.AGB. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA and the NHL are in full swing. Now, Now, BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Now, don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% Welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Let's shift back to Brad real quick. Um, before Marcus Smart, after Marcus Smart did his post, his appreciation post to not only him. Uh, to Danny Ainge for selecting him. Outside of that, not a peep from anybody. The <laughs> <laughs> fuck is up with
1: that, dude? Like that hey, was coach. gonna be in my in case you missed it, but we could talk about uh, it thanks. now. Fuck that. Oh, Let's talk no. about <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, coach. Jason Tatum, your first four years of the NBA. Hey, asshole. Appreciate it, man. You know, like at least at least Danny years was a blast. Like, at geez. least Danny.
1: At least Danny for fucking, you know, uh taking a gamble that 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 Philly or, or LA would have would have chosen and he's like, nope, I know that Tatum will be available right at number three, and I get that extra pick. Right.
2: Too. So, right.
1: You know, a, a, at least a little shout out or salute something to Danny Age would have great. Right. Thanks for not letting me go to Philly. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> now, <laughs> Tatum, Tatum, <laughs>
2: Tatum's so mad that Danny just didn't draft him as number one. <laughs> That's
1: it. <laughs> That's called pettiness.
2: Danny's <laughs> like, "Bro, it's the same exact thing, bro. Like, no, no a, I could have been the number one pick. I could have been the number one pick. I should. No, been. but seriously, guys, is there anything to that? Am I my force? No,
1: to no, you're right. You know what's way that that goes to the uh, the whole generational thing. It's like, yeah, maybe they might have been just told right before it happened, literally hours before it happened, the switch is going to happen. But you know, uh, it's been a few days now. You know, we're recording this podcast. You know, literally days after this announcement has been made, and literally." Your two top guys are supposed to be the faces of your franchise Haven't said one word. And uh, Tatum joked about Turner being, oh, he should be the next head coach. Like, that should be, like, you know, automatic. And it's like, really, bro? Like, <laughs> you, you barely speak, and this is what you say? Bro, the freaking Whether franchise. Whether you were joking or not. Down, and you got
2: jokes right You got now? jokes, like, bro? You really? <laughs> jokes, right?
1: You got jokes. That's what's hot in the streets, Joe. making jokes about your franchise? <laughs> Who is your coach? Like, what What do we do? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, what are we?
2: I mean, are we surprised? Are you surprised? No, I'm not. You no. know what? You know what? I, I, I was thinking of not saying this, but I'm going to say this right now. You know what? You know why I'm not surprised? Because in my mind, in my opinion, Jason Tatum thinks he beat the Nets.
0: <laughs>
2: I think Jason Tatum thinks he beat the Nets. <laughs> I didn't lose to the Nets. Yo, you see me? I dropped 50 on Durant.
1: <laughs> I went 50, 40, 30. Come on. Who does that?
2: you know what the Nets. What? They didn't beat me. Oh, yeah, they beat the Celtics. They didn't beat me, though.
1: Like, <laughs> they beat uh, the logo. Bad. They beat the logo, but they didn't beat me, oh,
2: though. Oh, my, my, my favorite quote from after being being eliminated. Hey, Tatum, off-season moves, you know, you, you know how do you feel about certain things? You know, are you going to have input in? And uh, that's not in my job description. What?
0: <laughs> I mean, at
2: the, at, the same, and, at the same... In other words, you don't give at a that fuck that's... who your teammates are? Is that what you yo,
1: even if you even if you just gave the cliche answer, like, yo, it's too... It's too soon, you know. Just our season just right. ended. Like you know, we'll, we'll we'll assess things as you know off season goes along. But you know, I'm just I'm just gonna keep preparing, you know, for the next season. That's it. That's something simple as no. that. Yeah, but uh, it sounds uh, like he sounds like that employee. Just like, sure, I do my job around here. I'm no, right? <laughs> it sounds like LeBron. LeBron, I did I did all I could a do. Young LeBron,
2: <laughs> a young young LeBron. For real, I did all
1: right. I, did. I I I could right. I could control. Everything else, it's not on me. You know, well, okay, Anyone you I mean, don't want to say. You'd rather have a frustration quote come out, and just no, I could I could have just yes. just told you what One kind of fucking, percent, what yes. kind of quote could have been.
2: I know, but but what if he if he, he's not see did Lillard quotes? Like, yeah, I take some of that. I would take a I take a whole scoop of that right about now from Tatum, bro. Show extra some hard, extra
1: just, scoops.
0: Show some hard. You didn't beat the Nets. You got smoked. I don't care how many points you average. Does his lack of saying something say something, though? I mean, I, f- I almost feel like maybe he's maybe he's the one who did have the issues with Brad Stevens and him moving up to the front office. That's why he'd say something like that and say, like, oh, yeah, it's not my job. It's Brad's job. Let's see how well he can do, you know, almost off the cuff, if he did have any indication that that was going to happen, which they're saying they didn't. But I can't imagine that there was nothing said. There was no – I mean, we were talking two my weeks reaction ago. Reaction. They were saying that, that, that Ainge was possibly going to leave because of the – racial comments with the whole entire, you know, Boston and having never heard anything about uh comments or anything like that from the fans. So it was like maybe he knew something and maybe he is kind of already poking that whole entire Brad Stevenson because he doesn't believe in it.
2: Well Danny says he made that decision months ago, but
0: well yeah, yeah, I don't know I yeah only, Brad,
1: only but... the only the owners and and Steven. Yeah, my guess my guess is Brad probably told Tatum He's got Actually,
0: this, that's, his, that's his franchise going into this year. I mean, night
2: like before, before we found out, I think, or something like that. I I, don't think- I also think that they they sort of knew that Brad Stevens was lock in step with Danny Ainge and was was yeah. making the decisions, but had a big say in decisions that were made. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was it was Jack McMullen or or, or, or Woj, uh, a few a few weeks ago, maybe like a month and a half ago, when when the kind of the squash that hold notion that brad was going to get fired and i think it was jackie that was like if anything he's going to have a more yeah a more yeah. like involved role in and like the decision making of who's coming in and things yep. of that nature so i guess this is exactly what it was that he was actually going to take over danny's Role. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's no, there's no such thing as a, a well kept secret in you know any professional organization. I mean, somebody's going to hear something, and it's going to find its way out in one way or another. So why wouldn't your star player have any idea about it? And and to be honest, I mean, I think that Stevens, he's a great guy. I think he's an awesome basketball coach. But there is clear indicators that he did not get along with some of these guys. Maybe not face to face. Maybe not. You know, in 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 very obvious ways, but it's clear that they didn't want to play the way that he wanted them to play, and they did not get along with him that well. And you know, for as much shit as we give to Kyrie Irving, I mean, we watched three superstar players walk out the door the last couple of years. Who are we going to put blame on? You know, we can't just say that oh, it was just the young guys because they were difficult to get along with. The coach has to take some blame there. Gordon Hayward grew up playing for this guy in the college ring. Kyrie Irving walked sunk. out and all that. Al Horford, who is the consummate professional, walked out and decided to go yeah. to, to Philadelphia. I mean, yeah. You
2: mean four. You mean four. You got to put Terry Rozier in that mix, too. And T. Rowe.
0: And T. Rowe. Scary Terry. Well, absolutely. I mean, when it comes to... Uh, her, Oh, you Jesus, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. He got, a, he got a he no,
1: got a, He Steven. got a great payday. Even fucking uh, even even Kelly O. I, I get it. I K-L. understand all uh,
0: that. K-L. Brad Wanamaker, superstars, <laughs> so really. championship you, pedigree. Jeff <laughs> Jeff no, maybe.
1: I think they helped him out. But. No, but maybe, no, but maybe there's something. Maybe there's something to what. <laughs> maybe there's something to what you're saying. Maybe there's something to what you're saying, Zach. Because maybe, maybe it was Ainge that was you know catering to the to these to these guys, like like Kyrie, for example. And Steve was yeah. like, "Nah, man, I'm not with that." Like now, I get to run the show, and and if a, and if a star wants to come in here acting like that, then I have to put him in his place real quick. And maybe Ainge just, just wasn't down for that because he's like, huh, this guy could be. Uh, 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 a cornerstone and, and, and turning yeah. this franchise around for years to come. So
0: here's my conspiracy theory. My shoot this one, I'm going to shoot this one back sure. to Sean. I love My it. feeling, my feeling on all of this because of the suddenness and because of the way that it's played out, my gut tells me we've heard a lot of different That's things same. on why Ainge is deciding to retire, why is deciding to retire now and all the different, you know, whatever that go along with that. I think that the ownership has not been backing Danny Ainge in the way that he has needed the last several years. I think they have t- they pulled the rug out from underneath him on some of the decisions he wanted to make by not allowing him to trade away guys like Terry Rozier, like Jalen Brown, potentially even Jason Tatum a couple of years ago where he wanted to go after ready-made stars and go after championships. I think ownership blocked some of the moves that he wanted to make for guys like, call it a Paul George, call it a Kawhi Leonard a couple of yep. years ago. Jimmy Biden. I think they I think, yeah, I think they blocked him on a few moves, and I think eventually he got to the point where he said, you know what, he probably has one more move that he wants to make this year. And that was the end of it, where he said, listen, I want to trade Jalen Brown for, you know, Cat, or, you know, I want to trade him for Dame Lillard or whatever, and they said, nah, we like these guys. And he said, you know what, screw this. I'm not getting the opportunity to make the decision the way that I want to. And he walked out the back door, and they said, okay, well, that's the way it's got to be. I, I have a gut feeling that he, because let's, let's think back. The guy's been well, here eighteen I, years. No, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm thinking back right now, and I'm thinking about how great ticket sales were right away. You know, obviously there was Dude. that one year, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if ownership was like, "Hey, kid, people love coming in here and seeing the Jalen Brown and Tatum." And, don't
0: you know, rock the boat. You got superstars every rookie are bringing in here, They love
2: right Terry Rozier. Like they <laughs> love these kids. You know, like just, just keep the keep the foot. We don't need an established veteran yet. Not in
0: yet. The, not and the thing about it that the reason that I was, like, thinking through it, I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. And then I really got into it, and I was like, you know what? Think about, like, four years ago. Danny Ainge, every single time prior to that, if there was a tough deal to make, whether he was right or wrong, he made the deal. Mm-hmm. It was just the most ridiculous. I mean, you think of, like, the Jeff Green, Kendrick Perkins trade way back when. You think of Isaiah Tom, the Isaiah Thomas deal. Yeah. You think of all – he pulled the trigger didn't matter no you know no worry always with conviction and then all of a sudden you start getting gunshot and trades that's not Danny age at all no. so it's um, a little weird it's yeah, a little weird to me.
2: Beck, you may oh. be on to something
0: because yeah. there's your conspiracy baby there it is Stop it. <laughs> i mean I, I like i like the take because
2: mm. if you think about it i think it's more than five years because i think you're, you're talking about I think it all starts where it was, like, a good thing they made him gun shy because of all those yeah, little Okafor, Nerlens, Noel <laughs> trades that we were like, <laughs> And then they were like, see, Danny? See what we
0: mean? You shouldn't have
2: so, <laughs> but, I was dead set on two firsts for Nerlens, Noel. Get I
0: know. Me too. Me too. We're all aware. <laughs> he's we all- coming around. This year, he's coming around. He's a star. <laughs> yeah,
1: he beat up on the Celtics. He beat up on the Celtics. He's like, people don't forget.
0: <laughs> Every finest is <man>. bad. <laughs> <finest. laughs> but then, but then
2: once, once the Jalen Brown, hot, is, the hot ever kid. I, do, I, I know that people are going to say, like, of course you do, Sean. But I do think, I do think that the Danny Ainge Jalen Brown relationship was like Danny mm-hmm. was trying to put this guy in trades to superstars for a very long time. But to your point, Zach. Maybe it was ownership that was stepping in and saying, "No, we're not trading a young guy that could be an all-star for a guy that could leave us in a year. We're not letting that happen." But but then but then if you if you think about couple that with what you said about the 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 comments and Jalen Brown's stance on everything, like maybe maybe they're like, "Hey, we're building around Tatum and Brown, and those two are untouchable." If there's there's anyone that thinks that that could that could back up the untouchable part of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, it would be Brad Stevens, who was relying on these guys to be the number one and number two guy, no matter what, you know, Mm -hmm. no matter what the roster looked like. What
1: what about these uh, these rumblings of that? Stevens job was on the line at some point during the season and the decision not to fire him actually came. Because it was it was Ainge, no, it was Ainge that like was like, no, hold up, you know what I'm saying? If you want, maybe this this is the conspiracy theory for me. If you want, I'll step down and you bring him in, but do not fire this dude because he's a great basketball mind. Yada yada yada. You know we've been, we've been, I've been grooming him for whatever amount of time here, but you know, right. to, my, my exactly, exactly. You know, if I'm going to get the job nothing. done, he's going to get the job done type of thing. Not but nothing, but we just, we just gave his ass an extension last year. So exactly.
2: They're like, fuck.
0: They're
1: like, fuck, he's right. And, <laughs> why <and,
0: laughs>
2: why don't we not get deeper in the red than we already are, right? We no. haven't coach, <laughs> coach <of laughs> <Carolina. laughs>
1: <We'd> have any <laughs> goddamn fans for over a fucking year. Did you realize that? Yeah, yeah. He brings a good point. And why are you swearing, Danny? I thought you were a Mormon.
2: 88 probably like if you're making me sign Jalen Brown, the guy that I've been trying to trade for years to his contract, then Brad's getting fucking resigned. Bro, we're resigning Brad. Too. Yeah,
1: come with the package deal.
2: Oh man, so yeah, that report came out of Sny, and it's 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 interesting because it makes you wonder how much how much say that Brad have in, in player personnel and trades and stuff like that, and also how. Much he's on the hot seat here, you know, not just for Celtics fans, but for the ownership. It's like, all right, Danny, this is your guy. Let's we'll see what he got, you know. Again, so huge off season for this Celtics franchise. Absolutely huge, Dude. and you know, you know what I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm hot, for sure, I'm, man. I need a Sam Wickersham of the Celtics. I need a Sam Wickersham article of the Celtics. I need a, I need a breakdown of every intimate backdoor knowledge of what the hell happened because. Even though we've been talking about it for the past 35 minutes, it still makes no goddamn sense to me, bro. There's little no last thing. dance on it. Yeah. It makes <laughs> no, no sense, dog. Ten part, ten mean, part, no. Doc. Ten-part, ten-part doc. Ten-part doc. 10 part, doc. The, first, the first one is, is Jared Sullinger's eating problem. That's <laughs> <right>. oh, The <laughs> third part would be Danny so being hard. like, they didn't let me do the Brockbuster trade. And I took yeah. that person. I took that person. So I retired and, then,
1: and went
0: back to Utah. Yeah, and
1: then you'll see you'll Minis. see fucking uh what's his name? He manages Utah to a championship. Oh, you'll God, see I'll... no, you'll see Keith Bogan's and fucking uh, 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 Crash Wallace playing quarters off the wall. Uh, and <laughs> Bogan's and
2: fucking what was the guy? Marshawn
0: Brooks?
1: Marshawn Brooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marshawn Brooks. They're all playing He's quarters just, <laughs> off the wall.
0: He's just smoking a blunt watching <laughs> him play, bro. T- t- Tyler Zeller would be the Bill Weddington. No question <laughs> asked. Oh yeah. But you know, you know what though? The the brand is Danny is key- a bad guy. No, if you saw him with your with your kids, you'd think he was a great guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yo, yo, the Terry Rozier episode would be crazy in that ten part. Yo, episode. the Terry Rozier, the Terry Rozier in- episode. Oh, jeez. When- you're Drew Bledsoe, you know, I just, I had to go to the garden. I had to go see him. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got Eric Bledsoe in there. He's like, yo, honestly, I didn't know who this motherfucker was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> swear to God, yeah. swear to God. I
2: swear, I swear. I thought I was out there playing against Chris Paul, bro. I don't even know who he was. I didn't, I don't, I don't keep up with the NBA like I should. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he's not a rookie bro he's been in the league what who is what? that dude <laughs> who the fuck is that Yeah. I walk in everyone's got masks from that scream movie I don't know what was going on it got me shook is what it got me <laughs> that movie gave me nightmares growing up yo how did they know <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like outside of this, uh, outside of you know, obviously signing a, a head coach, like what other what other potential moves do y'all think is that it's on the top of the top of Brad's list here? Um, you got
2: to decide what you're going to do with Fournier. That's it, and then, and just and the rest the rest is incomplete. What about Kemba? Kemba's the biggest thing for me. Kemba got to decide with Fournier. Well, well, the two go hand in hand because if you bring him back Fournier, then one of those guys have to go. Kemba or Smart. You have to put them in. <laughs> yeah, the game. I don't. I don't. I think so. I think 28 to me sway is sort of like secondary because
0: yeah,
2: you can do anything with 48 you have to you have to figure out your your sign well, guy. I guess what I'm saying is, I think I want to see him walk. Me too. Me too. I don't want 28 back. Fournier- so I don't think so. I don't think you're so pressed to have to trade Kemba and, and and Smart because if he walks, then it's like okay, well we got a little wiggle room here. And then and then and and, and true Danny fashion. Wait to see what, what trickles out, what falls out in, on, onto your lap. The way the Kemba Walker thing happened, the way it, to, a certain extent, to a certain extent what the James Harden to Nets thing happened. Which superstar or all-star out there, a piece that you can use, is going to fall out of their franchise and say, I want to be traded. You know, I'm out of here. Figure it out, guys, because I want out. You got you to pounce on one of those opportunities. James Lillard. Better figure it out before it's one year, guys. Every summer, there's one of those opportunities, man. Every summer in the NBA, it happens every year. Let's see the Celtics do something this time.
0: Real yeah. NBA players of the NBA,
2: and don't forget, we still got a little TPE action, though. They, yeah, kidding,
1: you know.
0: Wait, is this anonymous? Is this
2: across the board? Like, are we no, no, no Fournier? Uh, uh I've been, uh,
1: I, I like, I'm a Fournier fan. I, I wouldn't mind him coming back, but a week we, got, ago, you got, we got to figure out the, the, the uh, cap here. And,
2: a week ago, I give you a different answer, man, but I don't know. Now well, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, so the Fournier thing, right? We saw him, we saw him in the playoffs play healthy. He was healthy in the playoffs. He had a bigger role in the playoffs than he ever would imagine on a playoff team. I was not impressed to sign him for $20 million, which is probably twenty. He So even if he wants... You don't
0: so? even if nah, look at, look at... Spend some time with the... Uh, uh, fuck, I forgot what the... Oops, oops sorry. Um, Crack. No, I forget, I forget what the, the, the number That's is, but but the re- realistic cap money for everyone in the entire NBA, there's like four teams in the entire NBA that are going to have more than $20 million available. He's like, he, he ain't one of them guys. Let's just say
2: that. <laughs> oh, so, so if Fournier wants to come back on a veteran's minimum, I'll sign him. But other than that, that you're bro, not going to get it. <laughs> So why do we even have – right. Offensive man, about 15. My I, I answer say, is no, Sway. My answer is no.
1: Yeah, I but take, if, if – Oh, we, yeah, your
2: answer was no from the beginning. Though.
1: Yeah, yeah, but for a guy that's going to come off your bench, you know, are we assuming that Brown's not coming back, you know, or what's what's the – What's the well, alternative? That's, hey,
0: that's hey. the thing. I, I think you gotta kind of stage it out here. One, who's your coach? Because if you have a coach that's trying to build a perimeter offense, which most of them are, do you want a guy who can shoot the three? you want a guy who can, you know, play that type of offensive game? So Fournier immediately has some level of value. You bring in a coach that's going to have a little bit more of a traditional offense, a little bit more more of a ball motion offense that's not necessarily going to you know, have guys just sitting on a three point line. Well, why are you going to bring back another shooter who's a can barely play defense? You know, you might as well just, you know, he's, he's got sign and trade written all over him. I think you got an opportunity to use yes. him. But I think the bigger conversation is going to be exactly what Sean said. It's with Kemba, because that's going to be the differentiator between having money underneath that luxury tax. And even if you could find someone to eat that whole contract under the, the actual uh, salary cap to be able to open up and be able to be aggressive on the market. You know, if, if you can't move that you know, why wouldn't you just go over and just sign Evan Fournier or, or have some type of sign and trade to get someone in here using him? Um, Because I think you can't just lose the player. You know, he's part of that that player exception at this point with Gordon Hayward. Yeah. And if you just let him walk for nothing... Uh, it's not a good look for Brad. Not a, sta- a good look for Brad. It's, it's the same yeah. mistake you made with Gordon Hayward.
2: I guess, Hayward. It's the I, yeah, same but, yeah, mistake I mean, made. the sign and trade because you have his burr rights. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it's like I'm yeah. just not dead set on him being on the team, I guess I should have said, all right? He doesn't have to be on this team. Like maybe not let him walk, but like yeah. Don't no, bring I, him back. I, I one thousand percent agree. Because like if yeah. you yeah, sure. If you can sign and trade the motherfucker, do it. That's that's fine. Fine with me. But you still like, have the M L E too, so yeah. that's gonna that expire soon. Yeah, to the to the Kimba point. To the Kimba point. I mean, I would take I, I would honestly if there if there are two like if there are two C-plus players that are NBA bodies I, that, that stay healthy, I, I would trade Kemba for them right now. Like, I don't need a superstar back. I don't need Kemba in a superstar deal. I need Kemba in a deal that's going to get bench depth. Like, I don't care. Like, you don't need Kemba to – you on this team right now, you don't really need Kemba to, like, be a, well, maybe he'll put up 30 type guy. Like, you just don't need that. I would, I would much rather, much rather trade Kemba Walker for you know two middling, a little bit overpaid players, maybe one overpaid player, someone else. I don't even know if there's someone. You're definitely going to get an overpaid player. You're not going to send out an overpaid player and not get an uh, uh, overpaid player in return. Okay, getting an overpaid player, just not name Kemba Walker with a uh, bone on bone knee injury. Like, I, I, I like, who's going to take some- that? Seriously,
1: yeah, that's so he's, easy. He's here's the thing.
2: Here's the thing. I will say that I do think that there are still thirst out there that are looking for a name, and Kemba could be a name. So, you know, talking about, you know, if 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 God strikes Brad Stevens, and somehow we could work something out with the Kings for one of them, then that would be the best the best case scenario. But I just don't see that happening. I don't see like I think you are going to have to settle for like shitty players that just are bench rotate rotation players that signed a long-term deal and maybe are on the uh, end of their deal right now like I, I looked today i couldn't fucking find it but i'm also i, I looked for like five minutes so you know
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> all it takes for you to make a major decision if you were the gm huh <laughs> yeah.
0: but
2: I, but if, I'm, but
0: if I'm,
1: guys guys <laughs> i researched it oh how long weeks months nah about five minutes that's all I needed five minutes that's,
0: that's, five I didn't minutes. I, I, I like so yeah
1: I didn't. yeah, I, the, yeah. <laughs> I saw his highlight I saw his highlight reel on YouTube bring him in bring him in I
2: like what I see. but you know what you know what, I, will <laughs> I, like what I, see. I was watching the Denver Nuggets the other night without Jamal Murray yeah, that's a good team and I was just looking at it like where the fuck did I get all these plays done? like where the hell did I get the Monte Morris's of the world the uh, the the um uh, what's the fun? the Porter Juniors? Well, I always I'm... forget this dude's name. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, you. Uh, Michael Austin, Austin Rivers, Michael Jr. Like I'm, you're just... always you're always two seconds away from saying Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> I know. So, so I think rookie of so, the year, I... baby. Hey, rookie of the year, baby. Hell yeah! <laughs> but uh, but uh, but I will say, like that team has just players that will come. And, and come out, come off the bench, and I, I forget the guy who starts on that team. That I, Oh, what the hell's his name? He's like, uh, oh, my God, but whatever. Shit, what the fuck's the guy's name who starts on Denver? He's like a power forward. Aaron Gordon? No.
0: <laughs> Nikola Nic- Jokic? Yeah.
1: He likes, to, he likes to play the four, you know, uh, exclusively.
2: I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, hurry up, bro. I, I can't fucking There's
1: one guy. <laughs> you the guy, know, the guy that's always passing and grabbing all the rebounds <laughs> and scoring all the points.
2: What's, what's that dude's name? Whatever. Sometimes whatever. He wears a headband. Yeah. <laughs> <I
1: don't know. laughs> Has that's really great. short interviews after games. Yeah.
2: Really good at dunking. <laughs>
1: Nicola Jokic? Yes, that's... The, Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, yes. I couldn't remember his name. Okay. Right. Okay. Right.
2: They, get, they get a guy like Campazo. They get a guy like Austin Rivers. They get a guy like Monte Yo, Morris. Stop or reading Austin. the roster of the Denver Nuggets. Okay, but that's what I need to Campazo do. What is, what is what like saying? 36, 37 you years old. not like all those guys are like homegrown. Or no, like, yeah. no, I'm not saying they're homegrown. Straight. I'm not saying oh, they're like homegrown. Six, like, I'm saying I'm saying that somehow why? Would, okay, yeah, okay. Suck for like ten put it years. This way. That's why. <laughs> put it this way. Why would you be excited if you want if you were to trade for Kemba Walker? What excites you about trading for Kemba Walker? What excites you if I'm another team for trading yeah. for yes. Walker? Yeah. What, yes. What's going to make me say I need this guy on my team? Sure. Right. Think if 32 true. million dollars a year and 33 million the following year. If you're That's the, the Detroit, like if you're the Detroit Pistons, you got a name to sell. If you're the which you know you're still going to suck. But you got a name to sell. If you're the Knicks, uh, the Knicks, Name to sell. He's not even going to be freaking playing back to. He's going to play not even, hey. not even thirty percent of the game. Well, maybe f- thirty-five to forty percent of the games. Sweet. So, I'm just saying, like there, there, there's teams that want to suck. You know what I mean? And maybe, maybe City. while also, <laughs> while also getting a. Uh, a former perennial NBA first-teamer guy that you know, you know, you're not going to be signing big names. You're just going to be building to the draft. You know, maybe, maybe the Timberwolves feel something about them. or you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's, they're a shitty team. I, I just think you're gonna get a you're gonna get a bad contract in return. And if that's the case, then and I know it's going to be crazy. It's going to sound crazy because <laughs> I don't know what's going to make OKC want to do this unless they just want to like seriously. I don't know, but the whole Al Horford, Al Horford thing, Horford, I like. I like the concept of it because, uh, again, you're, if you are giving up a, co- a bad contract, you are gonna, you're gonna get one back, you know, right? You are gonna get one in return. But OKC's they've, they've done this dance already. What's gonna make them want to do it again? Like, yeah, but who they sells did, more
1: without? Why would they
2: sign up for tickets? two more years? And, and Al and Al
1: was actually healthy last season.
2: Who sells more tickets, Al or Kimber Walker? Same probably- tickets for OKC or those markets, Sean? It's more about like wh- where do you want to be? Do you want to do you want to keep losing? Because if you do, okay, then maybe you do want Kimball Walker. Are you done losing? Like, like, how many more first round picks do you guys want? Like, when yeah, are you if- gonna start turning? You know, when are you gonna start flipping the other side the way the Celtics did? We just, we just saw the Celtics do the same thing when they, when they collect that treasure trove of assets for a couple of years, and then they start deciding they want to compete. Like, is this the year that they're gonna want to compete, or do they want to do this for one more year?
0: Well, there is a couple of things to consider. There, one, they can put a few more picks in the treasure chest to be able to make some deals that way. Uh, by the way, Terry yeah. Stotts just left.
1: Yeah, so, we'll talk about well, that.
0: Shit. I don't like that. I Wait, like that. A, I left the Blazers. Uh,
1: they quit? No, they mutually, mutual, uh, mutually agreed, mutual, agreed to part mutual,
0: ways. Mutual oh. consent. Very but uh, <laughs> no, but <laughs> to the, to, to the Orford thing, <laughs> OKC <laughs> might look at it and say a few more picks is worth making the trade for Canva because they're, they're both on two more years. So Al has to... Kemba assumptively is gonna to have too. The only reason I thought that there might be a chance that they would want Kemba is because if they can get through this year, they've got his contract jumps up to I think the thirty-eight or thirty nine million, which means with the cap room that they already have plus his contract, they put themselves in a really good position to be the team to make a deal for any big contract in the NBA, not this coming summer, but the summer after that. Which okay. might be worth something. This year is a really, really weak free agent class. The, okay. ol- the only person that's worth noting right now is Quiet Leonard, which we don't even know if he's just going to extend with, with LAC. Which... Well, it doesn't look like it right now. <laughs> well, he was being in L.A. Who knows? Who knows why he went there in the first place? Yeah. yeah,
2: that's C-S3. a good point about, about, about Kimba's deal. But, I mean, if he's, if he's still around, do you, you try to restructure that, or do you just see him? I don't know. It's gonna, It's going to be interesting. So, and you know what's so, interesting too? Uh, Al's contract. There's a, there's a significant dip. It it goes down towards the tail end, the
0: back yeah. end of that deal. Yeah. Uh, I believe it drops to 17. The last year was 17. He's 20. I, I, he'll be 27, 26 and a half, but his dead money becomes 14. So you could actually cut him loose and only have 14 against the cap. So, so, Wait, Kembo or Al? all right. that's what so, i thought that's, that's... Kemba, you're getting screwed all the way through yeah there's no there's <laughs> no getting out of that No, no there's no there's there's no parachute on that one <laughs> that that contract the way it's written is probably why uh,
2: okc <laughs> hasn't traded him yet cuz they're like yeah it's a big contract where we can also manipulate it but at, at the same time like there are bad teams that that will be like okay like a, a, a guy a guy with two years left on his contract that big money is just as good for us as an expiring deal. You know what I mean? Like, think about they think think about what Houston did. They said, okay, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna trade Russell Westbrook for John Wall, who has you know a, a little bit less of a cap hit. I think one last year on his deal, still not a good contract.
1: But, yeah, but they did that. They did that with the with the hope that James Harden would want to stay.
2: I think they <laughs> acknowledged that James Harden was gonna fucking bounce, Doug. Like I don't think you bring John Wall in to, to,
0: to 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 please any player in the NBA. No, yeah, no. Not with the way that things are going with it for him, the two years leading up to that. Yeah, and and okay, so I
2: yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think you need to find the right opportunity for Kemba and you need to not be picky for Kemba. If somebody says, We'll take Kemba Walker and we'll give you a fucking fruit basket on Christmas every day, you're taking it, Doug. You take whatever it is. And you, if someone, if someone agrees to any type of Kemba trade, you just take it. Like, at this point, he's such a liability on this team. Like, you just take it. Like, that's where I am with Kemba. And honestly, that's the biggest thing. If, if, we're gonna, if, if Brad Stevens is going to be the GM, or excuse me, the president of basketball operations, and this is going to be his job, and this is what he's gonna, actually going to want to do for a while, he needs to figure out Kemba, and he needs to figure him out right now. This offseason, he needs to figure out what he's going to do with Kemba. All right, let's, let's, let's stop right there, all right? Because we, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about this all summer. But first, yeah, before
0: that, yeah. sticking around for it in case you missed it, I I don't see why not. Hey, hey. hey yeah. pour
2: another pour another bourbon, bro. Pour another bourbon.
0: Pour it <laughs> up. Pour it
2: up. Pour Drink. I know you'll bourbon. Pour up. <laughs> drink.
0: Drink.
2: <laughs> Sorry. drink.
1: drink. <laughs> oh, Faded.
2: I have a I have a weird opinion about this, but going into the Brooklyn series and leaving the Brooklyn series between Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, after the Brooklyn season, a series. Who do you hate more?
1: <laughs> Durant. I've always had Durant.
2: Durant. It's Durant for me now, dog.
1: Is Durant I, now. more so think, than Irving for you, you?
2: I fucking hate Kyrie Irving. I and know. Different <laughs> level of hate. But when I'm talking about basketball and the way they play,
0: Durant,
2: oh. is such a fucking bitch, dog.
1: Oh
0: my
2: God. <laughs> Oh my God, that dude's a bitch.
0: Like, I actually I have more respect for Kyrie after that series than, than I have going into it. That little, that little, me, uh, me too. Me too. That little it's stop, chocolate. that little mid stop, I was like, okay, No, that that, okay. that I don't He's have right a, uh,
1: that I don't have an issue with because it's basketball, like he said. It's all it's that. all basketball, right? And then you 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 as a Celtics fan, or at least maybe the old oh, school Celtics, Celtics fans,
0: Celtics players all come up small. You like, what I'm okay, saying? But well, you, you as a Celtics look, fans were hoping, all right, yo, back. maybe, they, yeah, maybe they knock him on yeah, his ass. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like, but whatever. For me, what he said prior, you know, prior yeah. to game three and four, that's that's Coward. what makes me, you know, like hate him even more. Because yeah. now, now the narrative, now the narrative is oh, the the Nets broke the Celtics because they, you know they realize how racist of an organization they are and their fan base and this, that, and the other thing. Like that's the narrative around the fucking nation. It really is, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, but sure. that, that, that's that's obviously everyone knows that's bullshit and that'll fly overnight. But I think the way that Kevin Durant just rides Kyrie's coattails is
1: pathetic. To me. It's not his coattails. I think he's like that's like his bodyguard right now. That's like that's like a you know after after game three when 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 uh Taylor went off for of fifty that that uh, press conference between the with with, with both of them like it, w- the only thing that was missing was Kyrie sitting on his lap you know Durant going stroking his head going it's okay, it's okay I'm right here, I'm right here, say what you got to say you know
2: Ooh. i I got the feeling that it's the other way around like the the way
1: like, like the fact, the fact that on. they both weren't even like in and like shoot around right before the game was about to start. I can just see like Kevin Durant back there going, "It's okay, man. It's okay." And K- and Kyrie's having like a panic attack. No, man, I can't go out there. I can't go out there. You hear them? It's only five thousand those motherfuckers. You can hear them. They're calling this. They're calling. They're chanting my name. Durant's like, "I got you, bro. I got you." You know, just relax, breathe, breathe. I got you, dog. I got you. And then after he got through that five thousand people, he was like, "Oh, seventeen thousand. I got no issue with that because of Durant. Durant has to." make sure that Kyrie is okay like they came as a package deal
2: I still think after the whole thing Kyrie saying what he said after game two if he just didn't say that he would have got the same hatred from the Boston no, of course, of course but, okay. yeah. Well, but yeah he had to get he had to get a, he had to get in
1: front of it or he, he well, wanted to get in front right.
2: of it but I, but I understand that but I do, couldn't skip it this time but I do think that Kevin Durant is the it like was sort of whispering to Kyrie and saying like, "Hey, you should, you know, uh, you know what yeah. I mean." Like I right. think Kyrie would have came back. He's, but the that's, one, he's the one egging him on in
1: the video. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's the, yeah. He's like he's the one that has to be to make Kyrie feel good about himself. Right. You know he's know like, what I'm go, saying? go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Say hey, say, don't I'll be, don't come be come afraid. On. Don't be afraid. The whole world right. knows it. The whole world hey. knows it. That was him like that said, said that shit. Like
2: he's rubbing his head. Go on, boy. okay. It's okay.
1: I'm right here. I'm right here. You know, I got you. I won't. I won't let go. I won't let go of the back of the you know the seat so you like won't a fall mother, over. Like a mother talking to the kid. Yeah, like right? like 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 you know like when your dad taught you how to ride a bike. Like I got you. I'm behind you. Don't worry. And Then you
2: look over. I'm still right here. I'm, I'm still, still right, right in, here. <laughs> go
1: oh ahead. God, but, world, but but world, but world, the Celtics fans are racist.
2: Uh. Ah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Get, get, guys, it out. Guys, get it all out, guys. You guys remember right? It's easy to forget because the brass teams a lot of stuff happened like, oh, yeah. eight hours after the game was over, but. They're playing for the world, guys, right? Or yeah, they're man. They're
1: guys? reuniting the world, bro. They're, they're reuniting, reuniting the world.
2: Shoot. Reuniting the world.
1: They're about, the, they're about to remix the, the Michael Jackson <laughs> and, the, uh, the, and, the, and the Lionel Richie Harry classic. That. They're about to re- they're, 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 the they're, they're record that.
2: That, that. This whole run that they're on, reuniting the world.
1: Oh, man. Come on, now. We, we're uniting the whole world with this championship run. So I hope everybody with us, we're uniting the whole world with this run. You know
2: who's about to You know who's about to stomp the Nets? One racist city at a time. I <laughs> watch the Stop.
1: Stop. Stop. One racist fan at a time. Yeah, one
2: racist the Sonny Throne fan at a
0: time. by the way. That's
1: I, know. I was, mean Honestly. it was disrespectful what he did with the logo. That goes without saying, but not not to the point where it's like, yo. You know, let's stomp on this dude's face at the, after the game. You know what I mean? Not like that. Like, it's right. a basketball thing. He knew what he was really. doing. He wasn't, okay. he's not stupid you enough to not, you know, you got KG and, 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 and Cedric Maxwell saying, yo, that was disrespectful. Like, how is he, like, no one's talking about this? It's because he just got really. a fucking thing thrown at his head. And if you bring it up, you're going to try to justify that it was okay to get, get the shit thrown at him. And it's uh, not.
2: When you saw the dude... I asked that question. It's career suicide. Yeah, you know, I know,
1: right? So I, everyone would be like, yo, Sway, you, you, you got balls with that one, but that was stupid. Yeah, right? <laughs> saw,
2: the dude I'm glad brought, you asked it
1: and not me. <laughs> when
2: you saw the dude getting brought up by handcuffs, uh,
1: where did you think he was from?
2: I immediately thought Braintree, bro. I did did just you really? At, no, you didn't. I, I did. I was like, yo, this Honestly, is Quincy crossed my mind, so I so was close. I was really close. <laughs> yeah, and- I Quincy. Like there, there was it was either it was Quincy Braintree or it was either like uh like uh Bill Ricker or fucking uh, bro. I was thinking Quincy from from the from the from my seat, bro. I I was recording him getting arrested. I was like, "This is a Quincy guy." That's what I was thinking. I swear to you, bro. I I I, but then when they said Braintree, I was like, "Of course, Braintree, bro." The only the only problems in the garden is people from Braintree, bro. Every fucking year. Yeah, but can we just say real quick for our listeners that that because believe it or not, we do have listeners that don't live in the area, Braintree. Was once upon a time one of our old studios, Cosby Street Studios. So the kid, hell is, yeah, oh, that's the same town he's from. That was one of our uh, that, that was our last studio, right? Trust me, bro. Second I, to last. I think it's the last studio. That's right. Yeah, save the last. If if I decided to live in Braintree, Jordan would not be going to Braintree Public High School, bro. I guarantee you that. And there goes our listeners from Braintree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: aren't,
1: aren't they the Wamps? Where they? Or were, they used to be the Wamps. Yeah, right? yo, we used to beat up on the Wamps all the
2: whole time, yeah. man. Yep. Uh, yeah. we played them. We used to go uh, need them. You need know them. something about that? Something about in our division back in the day. dog, uh, just just doesn't seem right. The only good thing about Braintree is Southside Tavern. Shout out to Southside Tavern. Uh <laughs> still goes there. We'll <laughs> yeah. go back to Southside Tavern, but yo, ain't, ain't I was like. That motherfucker is not from Brock. I know yeah. that.
1: We should we should start there. Yo. Bring, bring me in, Sway, for in case you missed it. I was gonna say, Joel. You
2: said, bro, you, you good? I'm good. Every time I bring up, every time I bring up, in case you missed it, Joel just starts getting mad fidgety, bro. Like he's just like, Nah, yo. He's he's been, right, I've been ready right to thing,
1: go. I just got a lot. Right. It's <laughs> been a lot of been a lot of things going on. I got a lot to say, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All
2: right. Go ahead. All right. It's that time of the show. <laughs> we around the
1: NBA with Joel's. In case you missed it. In case you missed it.
2: In case you missed it. In case you missed it. You
1: missed it. Joel, what we missed. All right, you know, to, to continue uh, with Sean's little uh, rant here of uh, Cole Buckley, the 21-year-old. Oh, do we have an update? We have an update, you know, the good old douchebag through the uh, the somewhat filled water bottle towards Kyrie Irving following game 4 was arrested and charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, which oh, in right. Massachusetts and the Commonwealth here that is a felony. Punishable up to ten and years. In this country,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this little country called America,
0: doesn't add interest to your dick. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't add interest to your dick. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there you go. In this country,
1: <laughs> uh, we Apple don't use
2: tiny bottles, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't add inches to
1: your dick. For his own good, tell Bruce Lee and the Karate Kids, none of us are carrying automatic weapons. Because here, in this country, it don't add inches to your dick. You get a life sentence it
0: microprocessors <laughs> microprocessors <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> you don't know what they are I don't know what they are fucking <laughs> like Alec Baldwin doing the news update yeah. uh, who we'll gives a, a shit
2: a study move. Uh, uh, the state police were looking for a bunch of microprocessors our uh, <laughs> target is a major transaction of microprocessors Yes, those. I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. Who gives a fuck?
0: And uh, uh, guess
2: what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I All right. Jeez, go
1: ahead. So, yeah. So the uh, the update on the prick here who was arraigned on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, fuck that dude. In Boston. Uh, of course, he did plead not guilty. And um, <laughs> by the way, have you guys heard the audio of this? Because he, he, apparently he was streaming when as he was getting arrested. Really? Like screaming, like, you got the wrong guy, dog. You got the wrong guy. Like, you're trying to arrest the wrong guy right now. The wrong guy! Not me! Not me! Not me! The wrong guy!
0: Wrong guy! It's not me! It's not me! Wrong guy! Wrong guy! Holy moly. You got the wrong guy?
1: Just obliterated. He's fucking hammered. Hammered. Wow. As As he's getting handcuffed and shit. It's fucking hilarious. Anyway, he was released after posting a $500 bond, and he's ordered to stay away from the TD Garden until his next court appearance, which is not until August. Game one. Game one. 2021
2: 2022 season. We better hear some fuck Cole Buckley chants coming from the garden, bro. I'm going to start that chant. I'm going to go to game one, bro. Fuck that dude. Yes. I would much rather see if. um he goes to a Bruins game if anybody would notice, because I don't understand how he banned someone from an arena. But that's
1: what I'm saying, though. He's not banned yet, though. He's the not banned yet. Just, he's supposed to stay away. Yeah, he's supposed to stay away from the Garden, right? And how even do though you
2: make stay away. That's what I'm yeah. saying.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's even worse because the TD Garden, at least when they release their statement, they're like, "Yo, he's subject to a lifetime ban, but he can't be banned yet until whatever." Yeah, really, I guess whatever the say. case goes, how the case goes. But I said TD. I can really just imagine do. that. I can just imagine that 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 uh that judge, you know, stay away from the garden, all right? T D T D garden <laughs> until TD August. Garden. When, what's what's the date? August? Yeah, until August. Fucking August, all right? Can you do that? TD, TD garden
2: has a lot of new technology. I heard they just got a bunch of microprocessors. <laughs> <that are> like, <laughs> microprocessors.
1: You can zoom in on the pixelated face. <laughs> <phase. laughs> this is the <fun. laughs> much.
0: They <laughs> yeah, it looks like every other fucking white guy that walks through the doors with They're blonde. Like,
1: it wasn't popular. me, yo. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I swear. It wasn't the guy. We just
0: had six thousand Cole Beans, whatever the hell his name is, walk through the door of the night. What are we gonna do? Yeah, just right. But though I will say this, I was in the building for game four. It was Cole Beasley. I mean, and it was
2: it was No, Cole, what is it? Buckley?
1: Cole Buckley. Cole, Cole,
2: Buckley. Uh, yeah, Cole he Buckley sounds like it sounds
1: like a reliever Buckley, for the Red Sox.
2: Cole Beasley was a, was a was a slot is a slot receiver. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> and here comes you know Cole He's Buckley. Get
0: your ass out.
2: Yeah, fuck all those fuck all those like uh you know, Man's, Man's Cole suck. get the fuck out of here. You know what? You know what sucks for all those for all those two-way pairs that called their babies Cole. They're fucked. They're fucked. J- and no. and no. the and the, the,
1: the, and the Sox yeah. are calling Cole Buckley into the from the from the, from the bullpen. <laughs> Oh Buckley, twenty-one so, from Braintree, Massachusetts. Actually, The <laughs>
2: Guy in the crowd is just like super. After this oh, I fucking hate Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, but I, I'll say this about the game four crowd, bro. I thought I, I, I was trash, bro. I had <laughs> no, no. I had really good seats, and I wasn't trash for the fact It was, it was, it was, it was all right. It was, yeah. I was, I was good. I was good. I was. Having a good
1: a time. Phone. I, I, saw you, phone. I saw you. I saw you a few times. I saw you a few times. Me and me and Papa Pavone, We saw. We 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 seen you behind the one yeah, of the, you're we're on the on hoops. TV. Yeah, you on a few TV, times. A yeah. Time. Yeah. they don't even know
2: they saw you. But he was there. Yeah, but I will say, I will say, the crowd at least, in, at least in at least where I was sitting, at least where I was sitting, was pretty fucking tame, dog. I'm not gonna lie. Like for having the whole crowd back, I thought it was gonna be like a ruckus environment. Like a college environment, but it really wasn't, bro. I Like I, that's why I was so surprised when I when I because I was on the, I was on the way back when I heard that a bottle got thrown at Kyrie. I was like, no fucking way, bro. Like what? Like because the crowd the entire night, yeah, they were chanting, there was chants going on, but like
1: everyone was like, was it really was it really loud? Like it
2: wasn't a close was, game.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but was it loud? Yeah. Was it loud in there? Because I felt like, and maybe it was TNT who they were like, oh man, we can't, we can't it it have. We can't have you know the, the the fuck you Kyrie chance you know no, it was not like
2: Friday man because Friday yeah was, I didn't think so I it, didn't think so. it was closed all throughout and right. everyone was on their feet man yeah perfect. but we were up in the first quarter and there wasn't there wasn't this like uprising of just like like I, I listen to Madison Square Garden the way it was right when when they're playing even in game game what five where they got eliminated that the Madison Square Garden was insane yeah dude, got, the playoff game. I was in my fucking twenty twenty two, bro. Like it was like, it's, it's hey, been a- <laughs> I know I'm, just saying, I'm just saying I expected, I expected a lot more out of the crowd. And then to see like the unruliness of that one guy, it's like, there was still uh, like a Patriots type crowd in an in audience. I I, am, I picture it as a Patriots game. That, that's the type of crowd that was there. And you know, it is what it is. I, that, that is bullshit because.
1: Yeah. It's sad because I really thought like I, I was convinced, you know, TNT like lowered the volume of the crowd. Because it, I couldn't, for it to be like you know almost triple from the game before and barely hear them on you know on TV. I don't know. It's just I felt it was kind I, of weird.
2: By the way, did I get on TNT or did I get on NBC Sports. What did I get on? TNT? Uh,
1: we're watching TNT. Saw you and and, and Paul, Yep. And
2: Paul, Paul was Paulo just
1: sitting there like, what's going on? Oh, no, no, no. Both times, y'all were standing cheering. It was yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. nice.
2: One of them, you were saying, Kyrie sucks or something. It was, like, vivid. You could read your lips. <laughs> it was a chant going on. You were like, yeah, Kyrie yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie sucks. No, 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 no. Not even. No, no. It was, fuck you, Kyrie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you, you had, like, a. I think you had a beer. I don't know. or a trillet, I was seltzer. I was drinking seltzer. Yeah. Trying to say like, calm. Fuck Kyrie! Fuck Kyrie! Fuck you, Kyrie. Like, looking
0: around, like, am I right, guys?
1: <laughs> I so a of
0: this guy at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, guys,
1: guys, guys, guys. Let's start the wave. Let's start the wave, real quick. All right, uh, Zach broke some broke some news about uh, about Terry Stotts uh, not too long ago. Uh, Woj Woj reports it was a, a little mini little mini Woj bomb here in Portland, and uh, and Stotts have agreed to uh, part ways after getting knocked out by Denver. He becomes the uh, second winningest coach in franchise history. Guys, wow. is he going to get a job next year? Mm-hmm. No, no, he's
2: not right because you know what? Maybe it's not the coach that's the problem. You know what I mean? Like Terry Stotts, Brad Stevens, maybe it's not the coach. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just about when the voice has been there for long enough. You yeah, know? exactly. No, does stick around. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. It's it's not it, the Brad Stevens and and Terry Stotts. I don't think did anything wrong. I don't think they did they they did anything. It's just, sometimes the players just, and especially after the Dame stuff last night when he got eliminated, yeah, 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 yeah. you know that they were like, okay, we got to do something to keep Dame. He's <laughs> <laughs> not the biggest Terry Stotts guy. Yeah.
1: And apparently the Portland Trailblazers are expected to hire either Clippers assistant coach Chauncey Billups or Lakers assistant coach Jason Kidd as the franchise's next head coach, according to sources. But Damian Lillard told Yahoo Sports his preference to be the next head coach of the franchise is Jason Kidd. Quote, he's the guy I want. So we'll see what happens with that. Obviously, Jason Kidd has also been linked to the Celtics as they are in search of a new coach to replace Brad Stevens. All right. In case you missed it, yo, congrats to the Phoenix Suns on eliminating Braun Brown and the Lakers in six games. The Braun before Thursday night had gone 14-0 and in first round matchups. So for the first time ever, he's chilling at home after fucking round one. And he's Fish. big mad. And oh, he he, he, he's he big mad at Jay Crowder, you know, for salsa dancing in front of him and shit. Like, you know, <laughs> as, the, as the clock was winding down, that, that was fucking beautiful. And he gets, yo, he got IG ejected post. and he just sprinted to the back. Like, yep, that's all I needed. I'm out, you know, with 30 seconds yo, left.
2: Post,
1: oh, man. Picture. Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, LeBron looking yeah. pissed and Jay
2: having the time of his life,
1: man. No. would that pick was? Her yo, photo. yo! It's safe to say, it's fucking safe to say that uh, all Celtics fans are fucking rooting for the Suns right now. Yeah, like real talk. Like, I mean, the fact that LeBron was salty and during his 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 presser, it just shots out, you know, Booker and and Monty Williams, and what about CP3, bro? I thought y'all were buddies. I thought y'all were fucking banana bowl buddies. You know, I know. right? Where's the love, bro? <laughs> hey, I'll put it. I'll, I'll put
2: it this way. It took Jay Crowder. It took Jay Crowder four playoff series to eliminate. LeBron James.
1: What the hell, bro? I know, right? Four times the charm, baby. Four
2: times the charm. You're and welcome, I'm Phoenix so Phoenix
1: fans. You know, Jay Crowder was all about that fuck LeBron mentality way before anybody on the Suns.
2: Way before, way before any Good for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, man.
1: What, that's hey, man. A win's a win, bro.
2: Yo, man. Jay's been a hater. <laughs> all right. Yo,
1: that's, that's, that's <laughs> Epic battles. Like, you,
2: know, you know, like a Jay Crowder guy, like a Jay Crowder guy, like we don't have any of those guys on our team, dog like they don't need to be the best player on the court. They don't need to have uh, outrageous upside. Just get a guy in there that can play night in and night out, play some tough defense, be a culture guy, and like that that's the type of guy we need. though. But the that's Celtics had
1: those guys out. and and everyone knew that they weren't going to fucking win a championship with those guys. So
2: Yeah, but now that you have Tatum and Brown, you need more of those guys. I, I It's
1: man. just been look, it's been a shit show pretty much from since 2019. And the Celtics have been trying to fucking uh mm-hmm. You know they they've they've been trying to survive that. You know what I'm saying? Like they've tried. You know band aids here and there. And Danny, obviously, he's got you know uh, health his health to 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 worry about. So he's like, you know what? I couldn't I couldn't do it. You know I think Brad can do it. So that's that's where we're at. That's where we're at, man. That's what it, that's what it is.
2: Zach, <laughs> Zach, let me ask you something. Jake Crowder, on a scale of it's gonna be a backwards. Celtics balls in the past ten years. He's got to be number one and number two on the list.
0: Celtics balls,
2: like, <laughs> oh. like guys that gave, like, you know, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Celtics <laughs> balls. <laughs> He's like game balls. <laughs> no, no, like I think Marcus Forrest is in there. Deflated I think balls. Powders in there. I think. I think no one on this team even makes the fucking cut. Like <laughs> you, you had you, you just had. I still put Marcus. Yeah, I still put Marcus, in there. Marcus Smart, yeah, it's probably like the that's your, that's your three right there. I, I go Marcus, I go Marcus Smart, Morris, mm-hmm. and Jay Crowder, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I I, go you go can to- throw it in there. It had balls,
2: it too, yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, Al Horford probably in there too.
1: He had gorilla balls, man. It's dumb, big. He was nuts. <laughs> Alright, that's gonna time. do it for uh, this edition of uh in case <laughs> you missed it, check us out on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Yo, shout out to our loyal fans that have been, you know, holding us down. This is our seventh season as a podcast. Yeah, I mean we, we do it because we love it, but y'all y'all make it even y'all make it even even better. Even the even the ones that have the negative and positive shit to say, we love it all. Yeah,
2: man. Shout out to the to the person whoever fucked up my Twitter, dog.
1: I, <laughs> the mystery. The mystery person, huh? That's
2: the case. <laughs> I'm finally back on Twitter. Everything's back to normal now. So uh it sounds like for can, for now. If I you want to okay? if, if if anonymous, whoever it is, Mr. Robot out there, stop <laughs> fucking with me, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Robot yeah. out there, your uh your virus was received.
1: For real, right? for real. Like, Yo, yeah, and check out check out Zach's piece about potential options to get rid of Kemba Walker's contract on CoswayStreet.com. Oh, we got options. A lot of the Zach, Celtics' what's, what's the rumors, news, option? and opinions as the offseason is well underway.
2: Zach, what's the number one option? I need to know.
0: I need some faith here.
1: Why don't you go to country.com, hey. you dick?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. last 24 hours, the uh, ever-shifting landscape of the NBA, I'm thinking that the new target might be in a potential three-way. And that would be none other than Dame Willard pulling him out of Portland. But, I like but, three but.
1: You, mean, you yeah, mean having Perk's request come true that Dame needs to be either with the LA Lakers or with the Boston Celtics to help break the tie of 17 championships? This can't yeah. be true.
2: Yeah, draw, draw. trying to squeeze this into your case you Nah, this like can't
1: that. be true, bro. This can't be true. We'll
2: try to put it in there.
1: Why you got me an asshole?
2: We'll see. <laughs> He's all announcing it like, like. oh, you mean when perks? says, Yo, you didn't put it in your
1: case. No, but I wasn't announcing. I was just like, can this be true? That's all. Like, can, can this, could this happen one way or another? Because both both teams need help. Both franchises need help, but you know, check us out on on Patreon. <laughs> check us out on Patreon. You know, follow the the Causeway After Hours for our after show and our one on one podcast with Sway, and yes, just sir. just exclusive Celtics content and exclusive it's exclusive shit. You can sign up and you'll be entered. <laughs> to to win a potential Celtics jersey of your liking. Um we don't know who's going to be on the roster though, so you might <laughs> want to hold off on that.
2: Yeah, we go real quick guys. No, we're going to we definitely um go pick a winner. Uh, yeah, we'll do it this week. Fuck okay. it. So, yeah, sign up. Everyone who's signed up for Patreon, your name's are automatically entered and uh if you hear from us, you know you won. So, stay tuned
1: sign up, sign up. Don't be a dick.
2: Shout out to all the listeners that been messing, messing with us this year, though, for real,
1: for real, for real, yeah, real. For, real for real.
2: Like for end of real. the year, end of the year. We, well, I mean, I can't even, I can't even put a finger on the amount of people that have just interacted with me this year. And I don't have any. i I, I sorry, I, I don't fucking interact back most of the time. But you know, fuck you. You know, thank you, thank <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> fuck you, but thank you. you know? yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, real. but real quick, going back yeah. to going back to Patreon, you, you guys have to subscribe to Patreon. To our Patreon page on Patreon.com, but you can also download the app. If I have, uh, a few, a few uh, of our subscribers kind of ask, you know, what's the best way to listen, and one of those two, but probably the app. Download the app and find us up, find us up on there.
2: Yeah, let uh, again. We're on the Patreon. We're getting to play a Jersey. Is that what we're
1: doing? South Jersey, if they're liking, yes, yes. And Same know, thing, we're doing all fucking year, kid.
2: I know, I know. I didn't know if we were doing do like a Jersey. Sounds like. Uh we have Patreon? I didn't know I didn't know if we're gonna do a jersey of their choice now since they you know the Celtics are out of it, you know. Their choice. It's up to them. Whatever jersey they want. Except LeBron James, except Kyrie Irving, that's about it. Celtics. And jersey. Kevin Durant now. And Kevin Durant now. Fuck yeah. That's
1: fair. Fair enough. All right. Zach, appreciate you. Yeah, As
0: man. always. Yep. My pleasure, gentlemen.
1: Where can they follow you at on the on the interwebs?
0: At OTW Sports Radio. Hit it up.
1: And your podcast is up and running again, right?
0: Yeah, we've been uh, I mean we've been inconsistent, but we uh we have somewhat jump started uh OTW a little bit. Um my co host uh Jared Smith is a little bit more of a hockey guy, but um still good to good, good to be on again. Oh, can we talk a little hockey real quick
2: before we get off, nope. man? Oh, Absolutely not. Nope. We'll see you back next week, guys. <laughs> yeah. old, old time Taylor Hall, do they re-sign him or what, huh? Okay, talk to you guys next week, huh?
1: We'll <laughs> <laughs> put a bit on it. You know, and as always, black and brown lives matter. Stop Asian hate. Let's pray for peace in the Middle East. And we'll talk to you all next time. Pigs,
0: We out.